Hey everybody, welcome to the Indie Film Review. I'm Jared, and with me as always is Daniel. Hello. What's up, dude? I just had this new um, button installed on my neck. You, you can kind of see it here. Um, and it allows me to, um, to speak in different dialects if I press it. Oh, can we try it out? Sure. Let's do uh, German. That'll be fun. Okay. Boop. And here I am on the podcast. <laughs> Werner God Herzog. damn it. Why would I give you such a layup like that? Just kidding. <laughs> It is a Werner Herzog button that only I can have installed on my neck. For I am the bleak <laughs> Werner Herzog. And Dan's only impression, and I, I give him a layup like this <laughs> for the German thing. I should have given him something else. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I love your Werner, though. I think, the, I think America loves it, honestly. I don't know about the rest of the, the world, but we're working on that together. Thank you for selecting us as your independent filming review podcast, your only independent review filming podcast. I hope, I pray, because uh, if you were to listen to something else, even in a, a supplemental way. We speak words and we're, we're more entertaining than just writing words on a piece of paper. That's right. Writing words is overrated, honestly, if you think about Reading it. Reading words? Boy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Words in general. I think we should do the rest of the podcast silent. This is not working out. <laughs> Anyways, okay, Dan. Silicon Docs. Silicon Docs is the movie we watched. It is written and directed by Graham Jones. Who sent this to us? Okay, yes. It was it was sent to us by Cassia Winuska. Um, I believe Winuska. she was part of the the team that made that. Anyway, it's an animated feature. It's a satire um about US tech moguls. Moguls going on a pub crawl in Ireland during the pandemic. That's that's basically <laughs> what this is, and they're they're all like trying to agree to sign some form of document that's going to give their UK based um, stakeholders something. I, I that was not quite clear to me. I was confused <laughs> about that. Yeah, I was confused about that. Uh, interesting premise. I thought the premise yes. was pretty cool for this film. All right, uh, questions for you, Dan, because. How the show works, if you haven't heard before, me and Dan will start asking each other questions about the film that are kind of non-spoilery in the first half. Second half, we'll be like, hey, spoilers, and then we'll actually dive into what the film is and all the nitty-gritty, all that stuff. Okay, so, Dan, how did you feel about, one, the animations of the characters, and two, the animations of the backgrounds, because those are two very okay, different... So ...techniques that they used in this. They are both amazing. I, I love the way this film looks. So the animations of the characters, because they're all U.S. tech moguls, they look like they're they're drawn, they're hand drawn portraits of like you know Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and um, Reed Hastings, and uh, those are the ones that I know Zuckerberg and the guy from Snapchat. But you also have Susan, what's her name from YouTube? B. Anthony. No, I, there's a lot of them I didn't know. That was one of my questions. Well, I knew you. Susan like, from YouTube. Like Susan from YouTube is like the crazy one that's like censoring YouTube for some reason. Um, and then you oh. like you have Marissa, who was the CEO of Yahoo for a while, and then some Google people. Anyway, I I, I looked them all up and Jack Dorsey from Twitter. Oh yeah, he he's one of my favorite characters. In this. Jack Dorsey is probably the best character, but yeah. Um. Anyway. It comes at a weird time because I think this was produced during the pandemic. Oh, wait, wait. Going back yes. to your question. 
all these amazing portraitures and like the way in which they're animated, it's it's great. And then the background is actual filmed B-roll that they put like this really cool cartoonish filter on. Mm -hmm. Like rotoscope, right? Yeah, like a really strange version of rotoscope, almost like a, a scanner darkly in a way. It was really cool and trippy. It was freaking me out watching this movie. Yeah, sometimes you couldn't tell if it was actual B-roll or if it was just animation. It was getting weird, Um, but I I, I think that adds to the charm of the film. Yeah. Dan, do you have a question for me? Yes, Jared. um, Related to the film, please. With any comedic film, comedic? Comedic. 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 I'm going to have you. (laughs) That was spicy, spicy. Did you laugh? There was a couple laughs. Certainly not enough for my taste, honestly. Um, This movie, it's a slow paced, like just these people having these conversations. It gave me like, um, because like not, not a lot is really going on. It's more of just the characters interacting and how, what they would say to each other. That is, I think, the biggest drawback, because to me, I'm the same way. Like, there were a couple of things that I'm like, oh, that was a clever joke. But, like, I don't feel like I was the audience for this, because yeah. I think I'm so hypercritical and upset with these people on a daily basis as... Well, I think the director is as well, and that's why he wanted to, like, poke well, yeah, fun at them. Yeah, 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 exactly. But because I'm so tired of it, <laughs> you know, like I, I just the the satire, it, it, some of it went over my head. I will admit that. But then some of it was just like, OK, that was a that was a silly joke. Or some of it was like, um, I'm tired of hearing these people speak. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. And I think that might think... be part of the point of this. It's grinding on you because they're fucking stupid. They're all fucking stupid. They are people that I do not care about at all. Mm-hmm. And their jobs are like all tied to like social media and all these other big tech things that I also use, but don't care about. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we use like Instagram and and uh, Facebook and Twitter basically just for this show. Yeah. And I'll, I'll maybe use Facebook to talk to people who live in other states, like friends and family. And that's really it. I'm not like going there to read articles or do whatever, whatever. I'd probably say the thing I use the most is Amazon and YouTube. Mm. YouTube is just like a staple, I feel like, especially for a lot of people, young people growing up. Like I said, I feel like I don't know when this was produced exactly because it said it was released five months ago. Now, this feels like it was produced before Elon's purchase of Twitter. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of really weird interactions because of that, I think. This film was released in 2020, wasn't it? Was it? Oh, I guess it was just uploaded on YouTube in fi- uh, five months ago. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was uh, created in 2020 uh, because they keep talking about like elections and all this other stuff. I don't know. That makes more sense. There's some weird scenes involving Jack Dorsey and Elon Musk that in hindsight, you're, you're watching them interact and it's like, this is kind of fascinating seeing this (laughs) after the fact. Um, Another thing I just don't really want to see in films really is they talk about Donald Trump a lot. Hmm. Um, he comes up a lot. You act, there's audio of him, and it's just like 
I just don't care. Like, I don't, I don't want to see him or hear him. Just no, no, thank you. <laughs> to the director's point of view, it's like, I think these are issues and things that we can satire and make fun of. And, but it's just like, I see it. And I'm like, yeah, it's all a really big problem, but like, I don't know what to do about it. And then now I'm being subjected to all these people. I don't like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So how do you feel about it? I, I don't know. I, I always feel like satire that blatantly satirizes the image of people is already going into like really hard territory for, for anybody. Like, you know, the, the, the director's taking a huge risk, right? Like, cause they're yeah. using the, 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 the likeness of people and that can get you into a lot of trouble. I think it still could have worked with, you know, people who are inspired by, um, like have the animations inspired by the the people and give them different names instead of actually using hmm. their names. It might have been, I don't know, it might have been a little bit harder to follow because it's so specific. Like the the issues yeah. that it's covering is they're so specific because the reason why. Okay, so this is an Irish filmmaker, and the reason why he is criticizing them is because these people who he's criticizing, they also have real estate in Ireland and what they call the Silicon docks. Mm -hmm. So he's criticizing their encroachment upon his soil, which I'm okay with, you know, I I'm, I'm totally okay with the satire. It's just, I, I wait, you're okay with, uh, U.S. tech moguls encroaching no, I'm on talking about, I'm, I'm, Dublin, I'm, Ireland's I'm, soil and invading them and taking away I their sovereign okay, rights. I'm okay with him making fun of them for doing that. Holy shit. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way you said that, I'm like, hmm, I should probably say something to <laughs> make sure we're all on the same page. Okay. Hey, man, I got red hair. That's right. I could be Scottish. I could be Irish. Aren't you German? I think I'm Irish. It's me, Werner Herzog. Hey, <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's my brother. Irish accent. Randy said. Hey <laughs> okay, so I'm fine. I mean, I am personally okay with them having the likeness of these characters, but I feel like the director he really wanted to capture them. Way too succinctly. I don't like, I wanted more of a parody, like more of a silly. Well, okay. Cause so, I feel like Facebook guy, I forget his Zuckerberg. name. He kind of, yeah. Zuckerberg does kind of get a little silly Billy and Jack Dorsey kind of gets a little silly Billy. I want everyone to just to be off the walls, the biggest and loudest of their personalities as, as they can Jack be. Dorsey was definitely the best character. Um, Mark, Mark, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Wahlberg, Mark Zuckerberg did get silly. Um, I thought Elon's satire was very good. The fact like Elon was the one that I was making fun of. He has a button installed on his neck that makes him be able to speak anybody's dialect. And it's, it's like, it's so yeah. good. Okay. I have a question. Does he have doo-doo on his face? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I feel like if this film just waited two more years they would have had so much more ammunition for Elon Musk because he yeah. is digging his own grave so much, like daily. <laughs> Just yeah. daily. Yeah. The deal he made with Twitter, in my opinion, is one of the worst business deals I've ever heard of. It, it'll be like in history books about how bad it was. Yeah. And he did it out of spite, basically. And it's destroyed his company. <laughs> I mean, his company is still going, but the stock is just in the shitter. He's literally abandoning it 
Twitter, I mean, to like have someone else run it. it. He basically had to fire everyone. It's just what a money. It was already a money pit. And he's like, oh, I'd like to buy that money pit of yours. You know, the thing that just burns money. I'd like to buy that for a lot of my money. And you're like, you lunatic. So, yeah, what what I was saying before is like for Elon Musk has like bruises or duty marks all over his face. I wasn't sure what was going on there, what that was a reference to. I thought it was rosacea. I don't know. I guess. So there, I do feel like in this movie, let's get into the spoilers right now. So we're going to spoil this film. Silicon Docs. Uh, where can you see this YouTube. movie is a question. Oh yeah, just right on YouTube. Bingo Bongo. The title of it is like some, like Irish film satirizes US tech moguls or something like that. It's called Animated Irish Movie Ridicules US Tech Giants. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely uh, just name it what the film is. I don't know why you, you want to call it that. But yeah, Gra- just look up Graham Jones. You can also find it. Uh, but yeah, it says it takes place in late 2020 when the movie starts. So I, that's what I figured um. that's when it was made. I don't know. Anywho, what I was going to say earlier, who knows? But what I'm going to say now is I think because there's not really a lot of plot in this movie. No. So it's just... It's just them bickering. There's 10 characters. They're all from different yeah it's just them bickering for an hour and a half what if they did here's my pitch to you dan what if there was just three or four tech moguls let's take the ones that everybody knows the biggest biggest names right who do we got uh elon we got uh i think jack dorsey just because Mm. i I didn't really know him but he was such a fun character i don't know who who cares about the other two just like we get three or four have have us really focus on them as characters. We get to know them and figure out their struggles and wants. And like, what are they trying to, like a goal to succeed in whatever's going on, right? They're on a pub crawl, but it's COVID mm-hmm. and they can't get a beer. Okay, then have it have them like go on an adventure to get a beer because like with these characters, they're just kind of wandering around complaining and it like nothing really happens. So it's like, ah. Also, they're super rich. Why can't why can't they just call someone on the phone and be like, "Hey, uh, bring us all the alcohol and let's go drink on a boat or something"? Like they could just do this anywhere. I don't get it. They're millionaires, so come up with a premise where they don't have access to their cell phones or like people don't know who they are. They like get mugged or something, and like they're running around trying to get help, and like no one cares. They like they just think they're everyday schmoes or whatever. Like an odyssey. I want them to go on a journey instead of wandering around. Because that would defeat the purpose of the satire. <laughs> That's my answer. That's my answer to that. Because, Jared, like, nobody does care, right? Like, th- there's... Then why are we watching it? <laughs> there, there's this amazing... Okay, so the more I think about this movie and retrospectively think about the, the comedy and where the comedy hit for me and where it didn't hit for me... I think that I could have laughed in more places. I think there were some good jokes that I just wasn't feeling at the moment. But now that I'm... Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a lot of things I just didn't get. Well, like too, one of my favorite ones was whenever like they're, they're all in the park and it was Jeff Bezos and somebody else talking. And Jeff Bezos was like bragging about how he's... Uh, you know, philanthropic and he, he donates mm-hmm. to a bunch of charities. And then one of the, like just a random Irish guy, he's just enjoying the park, laying down in the park. He's like, why don't you just pay your taxes? And they keep like having this shouting match back and forth where it's like, Oh, but I donated here and here and here. He's like, yeah, but you could just pay your taxes. And like, it goes on for a while. I'm like, this is funny. Um, that, that interaction was great. 
right? And like mm-hmm. I wanted more things like that. There were a, a couple other comedy pieces that worked for me. Was Susan like she has this voice in her head that always is like delete the video. You have to delete the video, which is fucking hilarious. What is that? I didn't understand. That's just that. she hears a voice in her head saying that she needs to delete because you people on YouTube get fucked all the time because they oh yeah they her new CEO brain has ruined YouTube basically like it's it's very very much not freedom of speech and you have to censor yourself it's awful so just saying delete the video it just like it's almost like a schizophrenic thing or like it, it's like a demon haunting her mm. one of my favorite bits was anytime Meredith starts talking about you know what makes her interesting they just all ignore her and walk away oh my god yes <laughs> That was that was a lot, but also listening to her like drone on and yeah. on, even if the even though the characters are annoyed, you're kind of like, well, I also have to listen to this. So stuff I liked: Jack Dorsey, uh, him him drinking his Guinness with a straw through his mask. That was really funny. Or eating chips through his mask, like his yeah, mask has so like a dumb. really stupid hole in it. Oh, it's so funny. People yelling at him to fuck off and him screaming back, just like in the street. That was pretty funny. Um. So there, there's a scene where they're all together, and oh, I think Jack Dorsey's just handing out drinks to yeah, everyone, yeah. and each one of them gets a different weird drink. That was really funny. I like that a lot. One of the characters, he's like, "And for you, I give nothing because this is exactly what you give to me on a daily basis." Yes. And I was like, "Jesus Christ!" But he like gives Elon like space juice, and it's just like this little rocket ship thing, yeah. and he grabs it. Yeah, it's it's pretty dumb. So it does seem like a lot of people are enjoying this film. And I think that's great. Maybe I'm just not the audience yeah, that's what I was saying. for what this film that's is. That's what I was saying. Um, because I'm, I'm just, it's really not clicking with me. I'm not getting it. I'm more into having character arcs. Like take these characters that we know and then have, have them grow into something else. Like maybe they learn the error of their ways. <laughs> or maybe we think they do. And at the very end, they're like, ah, fuck it. You know, like have something, have some kind of growth for the characters what, or a journey for us to follow. What, what this film, instead of the meandering, what this film reminded me of was uh, like old Rob, Robert Altman films, because he, that's what he does. He takes a big ensemble cast, like, you know, at least 10 well-known actors puts them into a, a film. And it's not necessarily about the journey. It's about like the, the scene. It's about where the mm-hmm. scene goes. And that's what this film reminded me of, except Robert Altman's films are a little more dense and chaotic, whereas this film was very mm-hmm. spacious and it left a lot of room for the jokes. It felt like ethereal and it, what's the word, like avant-garde. Mm-hmm. It, like it really got strange sometimes yeah. just watching them talk about having these conversations back and forth. Did it feel like sometimes that characters were having two different conversations when they were speaking to each other. Like there was mm-hmm. like a weird, yeah. like there's like a disconnect there too. Like they're so self, self words. Like they were so self absorbed. They just wanted to get their point across. Kind of like what me and you yeah. do when I, I yell over what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me too. So I think there's so much potential in, it's a very interesting idea. It just didn't work for me, I guess. And it's kind of a shame because I love, I love the composition of the shots that he's doing Mm -hmm. are really fun. There's like a lot of interesting things to look at and see. Uh, The camera was always keeping me engaged. Cameras are always keeping you engaged. And like the, the, it might've been easy. It might've been super difficult, but the way in which that he was able to blend the animation into that, that real background 
it, it's it's really mm-hmm. good. Like the film is a visual feast. It looks amazing. Um, it's just it's the content that we're having a problem with. I'm thinking. Yeah, I was just, uh, you know, you know, I I was never gonna sign. I was never gonna sign the paper. Um, <laughs> I don't know that at the end was um, that was actually pretty good. Where she she flips it on him, gets them all like to be down to sign, and then she's like, "Actually, I don't think I think it'll be a bad business decision if we did this." And like, what the fuck? You just made us stay here all day, <laughs> you asshole. Well, how how did you feel about pacing then? It was with this. It was Maybe that was my yeah. issue. When you have so much focus on the scene to scene, like these interstitials are what the film is. Like you're saying, there is no journey. There is no arc. It's just these moments. They have to be so good. You're putting a lot of pressure on the ancillary dialogue of just how, like thinking about how these characters are and what their, what their points of view are. That's why I think that I I'm right in saying that I'm not the, the person to watch this film because I don't give a fuck about satirizing people that piss me off on a daily basis. Like I'm, I'm tired of it. <laughs> and I don't care about it. What any of these characters have to say, like in real life. Yeah. So it's, it's hard for me to care in, in the, in the film, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing what this filmmaker does in the future for sure. Especially with this art style. Yeah. This more, art, this art style is just incredible. I want more of that for sure. I want to see a satire that's maybe, you know, more lowbrow like for me, for my dumb mind. I do love that. I do love a lowbrow for sure. I I agree. I agree. Cuz they're like again, don't get me wrong, there were things in this 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 film that made me laugh. So I know I know there's a lot of potential for comedy coming from this group. So Yeah. I just feel like you have to have too much patience to yeah. get to the stuff that's good. Yeah. Whether that's a commentary on me or the film, you be the it's judge. It's <laughs> us. Don't worry. Your film is Golden Child. Guys, you can find us on Twitter at Pod. You can find us on Instagram at Pod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. That is where Cassia got us, and she sent us this wonderfully animated film that satirizes yeah. U.S. tech moguls. Yeah. Jared. Hi. You go. Everyone, it's my turn to speak. Uh, thank you all for listening so much. I really, really appreciate it. Please uh, give us a review if you want. I don't know. That'd be nice. Uh, tell your friends and family. Go check out the Necropoticon.com if you want to hear some other cool podcasts like ours. It's always some fun fucking shit going on over there. God dang it. And uh, Dan, you got the final word. Guys, guys, I know where Bono lives. I'll show you some Bono. <laughs> um, Bono? Bono? Hey, Bono. Bono, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Bo 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 bo.